Hello, hello, and welcome again to the football show on Belfast Live. As you can see, a busy sofa this week. I am surrounded by greatness, men who are knee-deep in league title medals. Paul Lehman, four with Glentoran, one with Crusaders. Tim McCann, now with the Galacticus of Larne as a coach. <laughs> Many league medals, three? Three altogether, yeah. One with Clevenville and two with Glentoran. Colin Coates, just the two. Captain Marvel of Crusaders, <laughs> just the two. And I have won. <laughs> I have won. It's a long time ago, but we know what we're talking about, it says here. <laughs> anyway, Colin, do you know you're the first man that we have invited back onto this show? You were that good the last time. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Still waiting my payment for the first one, but maybe just put them all into one check. I'll, I'll, I'll get onto that after the, the show. We don't get anything here. You know. <laughs> but uh, this time last year, you were sitting in the stand, badly injured. Yeah, it was a, it was a tough time. Personally, you know, with, you know, all of us have probably at some point have had serious injuries, and you know, it's, it, you sort of question yourself, and other people question you. Probably affects you more than anything. But you know, it's good to be back playing this year and feeling good, feeling feeling fit and feeling healthy, which is which is good. Yeah, it cost the Crusaders dearly last year. This man being out. Yeah, I think in the end, Jackie, and I've seen a lot of those games at the tail end of the season, and that they, they missed Collins' leadership and the pitch and his, his strength, and uh, certainly in the big games he was he was badly missed. And you know, I think this season Stephen's been really quick. To, you know, he's brought in Mark McChrystal and Sean Ward as reinforcements this year, and he's well covered in that position. But a fit Colin Coates is you know a strong player for Crusaders, and they'll be happy he's fit at this moment in time. Yeah, I think it's fair to say I don't want really to embarrass him, but. <coughs> Apart from being able to play, he's the warrior on the pitch. He's the leader. Yeah, you need that, uh, especially with you know, younger kids that are maybe coming up against him or you know are, are looking at him and, 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 and probably not relishing the challenge because they know what he's all about. You know, he, he wears his heart in his sleeve. You know, he he'll go in for. 60-40s or 40-60s, depending on what way it goes. Um, he throw himself in the tackles. And, and the, other, the other thing, that even though he's a good defender, very, very dangerous from set pieces, you know, for corners against, free kicks. You know, you, you're looking at him and you're, you're trying to get players in your team to pick him up. And I remember, and I won't mention the player for Glenn Torn, and, you know, he, we, we had free kicks and he was going up to, coach, he was winning every single ball, and I think he scored. And at half time, the, the player came in and just asked to be switched because he just couldn't cope with him. It wasn't Lieber, was it? No, it wasn't Lieber. <laughs> <laughs> I knew better. I never picked them up. <laughs> but you're top of the pile again. You're back on top. Yeah, it's been a good wee, good wee run for us from October. Uh, I think we've won 13 of our last 14 league games. And yeah. Christmas was very good. You know, it was a, it's a tough tough time over Christmas. A lot of games, you know, coming around quickly. And, you know, maybe other things going on outside of football. You know, if Christmas dinners and nights out for some of the younger lads. But, um, you know, it's... A, it's a tough time, and we managed to pick four wins up out of four, which was great. And I think we were the only team that were able to do that, and it, it obviously catapulted us into the in the top position. But you know, it's still a long way to go. I think we're still maybe what eighteen league games, maybe to go. I don't, I don't even know. But I think it's maybe about eighteen league games. So it's it's a long way to go. Still, plenty of points to to play for. As you'll remember from last season, when uh, you were well ahead, but uh, we're reeled in by Linfield. Okay, we can uh, start by looking back to uh, last Saturday's games. Uh, the match of the day, Glenavon won, Cliffville won, and uh, Sammy Klingen, hero and villain, first of all, villain. Yeah, I mean, it's it's just some one of these mistakes, but, the, you know, with, with professional players like that, you know, they'll always make amends, you know, someone of, of Sammy's stature. Um, yes, he made an individual error, but the good thing is that 
you know, a good team. Your teammates will rally around, and at the end, he he managed to uh, he managed to squeeze one in and and get get a point on the board for for the team, which is all important. I think other teams looking around at that. Jaggy were always hoping for a for a draw, um, and and I really I think I think Glenavon had more of a go at it the second half probably rather than Clevenville, even though Clevenville were one 0 up and had a had a strong wind and and possibly you know speaking to Gary Hamill during the week he he was fearing for the second half because Clemmel had such a strong wind and yeah. they were expecting an onslaught but it didn't happen like I think Clemmel then moved into something like a four five one played one up front which suited Glenavon and and Glenavon uh, attacked the the second half and, and got a late goal. But uh, Klingon, he's got 11 goals this season, his highest total ever over his whole career. One of those from open play, which was last Saturday when he got the equaliser. But you can always see he's that class apart. He's, he's played at a higher level, you can yeah. see that. You can see that. It stands out, Jackie, and I think if, but for his injury problems that he's had, he would still be playing in England. You can see the class that the guy has. You know, he came back and played for Linfield last year and you could see that little bit of class he had earlier in the season, but unfortunately he was struck down with injury again. He's now at Glenavon and he looks to be really enjoying his football. He's playing on a good team and he's been a great foil for young Sykes because he's able to sit a little bit deeper, get on the ball and let Sykes go forward more. And he's really fitted in well there and scored a lot of goals for him too, a lot of important penalties. And uh, you had to <coughs> dig out a result last week at Seaview Crusaders one yards nil ninety third minutes. Yeah, goal. I almost feel a bit sorry for Ards. I think that's the third time in the last couple of years we've done that. You know, scored oh. in the last minute to, to beat them one nil. Um, it was a funny game. I don't Ards. Probably looking back on it, they didn't have any real intention to try and go and win the game. Um, Park the bus. Yeah, it was really. You know, we've played it. We've played games where that's happened before, but. You know, Ards didn't even register a corner in the game. You know, which is which is incredible. You know, I don't think I've ever played a game where the opposition have never even had a corner. Uh, I don't think they had a shot on target. So it was one of those games where they they did they set up for a nil nil draw. And, and to be fair, they defended very very well. And Colin Nixon had them really really well organised. And you know, their two centre halves sort of handled everything that we we threw at them. And you know, Big Stevie's made a couple of good changes. He brought Sean Ward on and and the new guy Johnny Bonner and the two of them probably got on the ball a wee bit better for us in midfield and we were able to build a bit of pressure in the last 20 minutes and it, it eventually told and you know we, we, we deserved to win but it was probably cutting it a wee bit fine. Mm. And your mate Colin Nixon he must be gutted having set the game up like that I'm getting out of here with a point yeah, again because he was on earlier the, there. Yeah he was on the show last week and he told me he wasn't going to go and park the bus <laughs> <laughs> so he was wrong he said he was going to go and have a go but I think you can't really go and have a go at Crusaders and play expansive no, football because they've got so many good players, you know, it could end up being five or six, as as Carrick found out one day. But so Nicky's went there with you know to set up and be trying for straight Crusaders and he's done that for ninety two minutes and you know, unfortunately for them they lost a late goal, but great result for Crusaders, it keeps them top of the pile. Mm. The crews are looking good at a good time. They are Jackie at the they've got the big mo at the minute. Um and that's that's massive, you know, as as Colin was saying, that they, they get over the Christmas period probably got the best results out of any team over the Christmas period which is the most important they're sitting top of the, the pay now and, it, and it's it's looking now you know I'm sure Stephen Baxter if you said to him once we get the first week of January over it's going to be in your hands and it is now you know it's it's all about them if they go on a win and run and win every game between now and the end of the season they win the league so uh, it's the, it's very much in their hands and it's it's very much catch up now for the rest of the rest of the league and of course they have a big <coughs> game on Saturday up at Coleray in the match of the day. Yeah, fantastic. And and you, again, you'll have the likes of Linfield, Clevenville, and Avon. They'll all be hoping for a draw. 
um, because they'll obviously not want one of the other teams to, to get that further ahead. So it's a big, big game, uh, and I'm sure it's one that the players look forward to playing. And I mean, you want to play on top of the table clashes. That's that's what it's all about. You don't want to be playing in, you know, relegation battles and, and different things like that are hanging around the table. You want to be at the top of the table and and going and making a difference. And I'm sure. Um, someone on Saturday will, will, will be the hero. It's going to be a very, very difficult game for, for both teams. You have loads of experience. You've played over 500 games over 16 years. Do you still get any nerves on an occasion like Saturday? I know you relish it, top of the table clash and all that, but is there a little bit of tension there because there's so much riding on it? Yeah, definitely. You know, you, you still get the butterflies in the, in the stomach, you know, just before the game kicks off and my, my missus would always say, you know, on a Friday it can be quite tetchy too, you know, before a big game and no. you probably don't even realise it, but <laughs> it's kind of in your head and, you know, you're thinking about the game before, you're probably thinking about the game, you know, from last Sunday really we're thinking about it because you knew yeah. it was such a big game. Obviously some games you kind of get your attention to be a bit more than others and this is one of the, the games that you're you're relishing and you're looking forward to. It's going to be it's going to be a big battle probably up there, you know, the pitch isn't going to be great, it hasn't been great for a couple of months and the weather mm-hmm. isn't going to help that at the minute, so... We know it's going to be a big battle. They have some big, strong boys. You know, Owen Bradley's back, and you know have plenty of tussles with he's him. He's a beast, isn't he? Yeah, he's a, he's a big, he's a big, strong. But then so guy. are you. Well, I don't know. I'm not, not quite the same level as Owen, but um, yeah, he's a big, strong boy, and they have a few players. You know, the big lad O'Donnell at the back, and Ogilvy if he plays. You know, they have some big boys, and it'll probably be pretty feisty in the midfield as well. So yeah, it'll be it'll be a tough game, and one we're looking forward to, and you know, hopefully we can come out the right side of it. Nice thing thing is there should be a bumper crowd as well which is good to see. Coleraine they had to dig out a result as well down at Dungan 1-0. What about that Lever? Yeah. It's Close but they did it. Yeah they've dug it out and I think you know Crusaders and, and Coleraine have been able to do that this season. Maybe they haven't played great but they've been able to, to dig out those results and those are the results that can, can win you the league. You know the big games as I say will take care of themselves and that was another difficult fixture for Coleraine last week uh, away to Dungannon who we all know we're a really good football team. Struggled to score a few goals, but difficult fixture, and it's a massive three points for him. And we were talking about Skinner. That's mm-hmm. Owen Bradley. He got the goal, and uh, would you like to have marked him? I mar- I marked him a few times. Jack, I actually kept him quiet a few times. <laughs> well, there you go. That's no <laughs> surprise to us. <laughs> no, talking about Owen Bradley, it was a, it was a fantastic uh, finish. Uh, the, his goal was a fantastic finish, and. Uh, showed real composure and he's a big player for Coleraine and, and Colin knows he'll have his hands full on Saturday yeah. playing against him. But uh, it's a good away win at this stage for Coleraine to keep them in there. Oh definitely yeah um, you know Coleraine needs obviously they're I know they're only one point behind but they just need to they need to get anything there at the minute I mean a draw isn't the worst result if I'm being totally honest with you um, I think if they if you offered Orrin Kearney a draw now he would probably take it I think the way the game go, could go, both teams could cancel out each other. But the one thing I like about Crusaders is the fact that if you want to play football, they'll play football, and they can play around you with the likes of White and and Heatley. But if you want to mix it and you want to go the long ball, or you, or you want, they they have the option. They have, they're really the only team that can do both sides of the game, mm-hmm. and that's what I like about Crusaders. And and it showed again on Saturday when they were against Ards. You know they tried to beat Ards with football, and they parked the, the Ards parked the bus, but. When they couldn't do that, they went long, and it worked for them. 
Palomini United 3, Carrick 0. I was there cheering and clapping, of course. I'm sure you heard me over the microphone. We all did, Jackie. But uh, United on a good run. They're fantastic, yeah. David's got them playing well at the minute. Um, they're, they're a team again with a wee bit of momentum. They're starting to string a few results together. They're obviously chasing that automatic spot for, for Europe, which is going to be difficult, but I'm sure David will tell you it's well within his grasp rather than trying to get a playoff spot. <coughs> Um, feel a wee bit sorry for Carrick at the minute. You know it's it, it's tough for them. It, you know they're they're trying everything, but they're just conceding too many goals. They've brought a couple of players in, and just unfortunately this minute, Davy Magalenton. I'm sure he's feeling a bit of pressure. You can you can see in his interviews that he's you know he's really struggling and he's frustrated at this minute in time. And you know, but take nothing away from from Balamina. You know they're they're starting to get goals, and more importantly, they're keeping clean sheets. Yeah, but. As I said, I was at the match. Carrick, they have something about them, but it, as Tim has alluded to, they can't really score goals, and they're maybe leaking a few, but in the first half, they did very well. Second half, United took over. I think they're gonna, they're, Carrick are always going to go out, and they're going to sort of reflect the, the, the sort of character of their manager. They're going to work hard. Davy McLennan, he's, he was a hard-working player, gave his heart and soul, and I think, to be fair, they're doing that, but I just don't think they have that sort of quality to get them to the next level. As we said, they've conceded a lot of goals, and they're the lowest scores, I think, in the league as well. Mm. So therein lies the problem, Jackie, and it's 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 going to be difficult for for, for Carrick and Warren Point now starting to get dragged back down in between Carrick and Balnamonard mm. as well. So you know it's a real scrap at the bottom of the table, and it, it's going to be like that for them from now to the end of the season. You know, you mentioned Warren Point there. Of course, their game at home to Linfield was off last Saturday, so we have just one more game to go. Balnamonard two, <coughs> Glen Torren two. Yeah. I tipped the glands. And it was close. Yeah, I tipped the glands again. I should just stay away from, from Glenn's horn, Jackie. But yeah, no, neither of us got a double up <laughs> by So was Gary Heaven. He's put a word on the Jackie. Would you please tell Labour to stop saying we're going to win every week? <laughs> <laughs> no, but listen, it's it's um, Glenn's horn. We said it a few weeks ago. They beat Linfield in Boxing Day. And on paper, you know, the games against Warren Point, Ballin and Mallard, Dungannon, games that they should be going on then and winning. And they failed to win any of those games. And they're not playing well. And by all accounts, Balna Mallard should have beat them on Saturday. Yeah. I mean, we've seen... Gavin them. Dykes, devastated. Yeah, he's devastated because a 2-1 up, Stephen O'Flynn missed a chance. I don't know how he missed it. I it saw it on the TV. I think he described that as a sitter. Yes. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they showed in Soccer AM this Saturday. It was that yeah. bad. I think if I had missed that one, Jackie, I would have just walked out of the ground. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you know, Balna Mallard, that was their chance to kill the game off. They failed to do that. And then Glenn Torn with a sucker punch right at the end, a free kick from James Knowles in the last minute. And 93rd minute. It's two points yeah. dropped the game from, for Balna Mallard, and that's why they're going to be down in that dogfight. Although they did get a positive performance. They've had new, some new signings in there. And they, they've came in, they've got a positive performance from the team, but they failed to pick up the maximum points. And uh, Gary Havern, Glenn's boss, had he lost that game, who knows what would have happened? I think there's always going to be pressure at Glen Torn, Jackie, and I think, yes, they might not be picking up great results, but the performances haven't been great either. I think the performances yeah. have to improve. They've got to see more from this team because they've still got a lot of good players, Glen Torn, and they're just not, they're not where they should be. You know, they're in the bottom half of the table again. They need to find something quickly, whether or not Gary has the money to go out and bring a couple of new fresh players in. I don't know. If he doesn't, then he's got to try and get the best out of the players that are there. But they're certainly underperforming again at this moment in time. <coughs> OK, let's take a look at the Danske Bank Premiership table, how it's shaping up. As we've been talking about, Crusaders top on 60, Coleraine have 59. 
And then we have, a, amazingly, a, a gap of 13 points back to Glenavon on 46 and Linfield on 43. Those both have games in hand, two games in hand each. Cliffville on 42 points and then back a further eight points to Ballamina on 34. That completes the top six. Bottom six, Glentoran on 31, Dungannon 25, Ards on 21 and then at seven points to the bottom three. Warren Point 14, Car Carrick 11, and Balna Mallard 7. So, Colin Coates, you're welcome back. It was so good the last time. We just, <laughs> we just had to, to bring you back. But uh, what about the cruise form? I mean, what is it? Unbeaten in 16, 17? I think it was going to say 18, Jackie. Sorry. Yeah. 18, huh? <laughs> I should do more research. <laughs> But whatever the number of the games, it's looking good. Yeah, it's good. It's all good at the moment. You know, earlier on the season, I think we we drew at home with Ards and drew at home with Dungannon, and then we, we lost at home to Glenavon. So we're home for him. wasn't great at that stage, and we were we were sort of playing in fits and starts. We never wasn't really much fluidity to the play, and now we're playing with a lot more confidence. You know, we got a couple of good wins. You know, back in the end of October, start of November, and it really just you know confidence lifted. You seen the likes of. Gavin White just taking it to another level, and yeah, you know, he's been on fire. Yeah, he, he's been exceptional. You know, he's outshining Paul Heatley and Jordan Owens at the minute. You know, in the goal scoring charts, he's I think he's maybe the top goal scorer in the league. Mm -hmm. Um, which for a right sided midfielder, which is where he's playing, you know, um, is incredible. And you know, he he's a standout player for me in the league at the minute. And just as long as he keeps that form going, you know, I would say as a team, well, you know, we yeah. at times we do turn to him, you know, which is which is you know as a young lad, that's a lot for him to carry. But he's been phenomenal you know for us and he's I think he scored over Christmas the winner maybe in two or three games That's right, yeah, yeah. so he's been very very important for us and he's coming up with important goals and you know probably on previous seasons I think maybe in a previous season he scored seven and ten goals you know throughout the campaign whereas this year he's he's heading towards 20 already so it's a big big plus for him he's added a lot of goals in his game yeah. and that's probably getting him a wee bit of attention from England as well because you know once you start scoring goals then your your sort of interest and from those clubs goes up but no, it's all, it's all good, and we're, we're starting to keep a cl couple of clean sheets as well, which we were struggling to do earlier on the season. So the last few games we've had those, and it's just a matter of keeping it going now. Is this run, if we if we can extend this run from 18 games to, to 25 games, then we're going to be in a really healthy position. Yeah, but you'll take nothing for granted. Mm -hmm. No, you never do in football. You know, Like you touched on earlier, Jackie, you know, look what happened last year. Yeah. Um, we went from having a 10-point lead to, to losing, losing the league title on the last day, so... It's there's nothing for granted in football, and you know you're maybe one or two injuries away to a Gavin White or a Jordan Owens, and you know all of a sudden you're you're <coughs> under pressure to score goals. So there's nothing for granted in football, and we just need to chalk off one game at a time. And you know it's so boring to say it and cliched, and the manager always talks about it, but it really is just the next game you're looking at, and that's Korean. And, and you know I think there's a shield final after that. I couldn't even tell you what the next league game is after this one on Saturday. You know it's yeah. just a matter of looking towards this game and treating it with. You know, all the respect it deserves and top of the table class is going to be massive. So, yeah, we just looked at that and hopefully pick up three points. It's right. It's, it's a cliche, we know, but it's true. You, you, you only look at the next game. Yeah, and you can say, oh, we'll, we'll win that. <coughs> we'll, we'll, get, we'll get 13 points out of the next 15. It doesn't work like that. You no, you, you, yeah, you may, you may have the, the manager sitting looking at it, you know, looking at, say, the next sort of four or five games himself, but maybe not re relating to the players and, and maybe strategically trying to plan and say, well, if, if we can get too many points out of the next five games, 
you know, I think we'll, we'll, we'll get ahead of where we need to be. But uh, uh, certainly as players, you, you definitely don't think about that. Um, it'll be very house house, and especially Stephen Baxter is the ultimate professional. Um, and he knows how to win league titles, as he's shown in the past. And I don't think, not that they made a mistake, Jackie, last year, if I'm being honest. You know, Linfield just went on this amazing beaten run. So I don't think Crusaders lost it as much as Linfield won it. And uh, and I think that you know Stephen Baxter will will maybe try and ensure that any little mistakes that maybe were made towards the tail end of last season, you know, that won't happen <coughs> this season. Yeah. If Crusaders win at Coleraine on Saturday, it won't clinch the championship, but it's a massive statement. They'll go four points clear. Yeah, it's it's a massive game, and it would be a massive statement, Jackie. And I think, you know. You're talking about last season. I think that's probably the disappointment of last season's probably made Crusaders hungrier. It's probably made Stephen Baxter hungrier and the players hungrier. So they've been on a tremendous run. <coughs> if they can pick up points this Saturday, maximum points this Saturday, you know, they're they're really going to be hard to stop. There's so much strength and depth. Jackie, I mean you look at their goalkeepers, Sean O'Neill's now back from injury and Brian Jensen's on the bench. You know, you look at they've got cover in every position. But I think Collins right, people like Gavin White Paul Heatley and Jordan Owens are just so important for them and yeah. those three guys are playing well they're always going to have a chance to score goals in games but you know the other thing about Crusaders is they're they're involved in a lot of competitions coming up in the next couple of months and it's how Stephen manages his squad he's got that strength and depth and he's just got to be very clever with how he uses the players uh, at that moment in time because there's so many there's going to be so many games coming up for them and he's got to be really wise with the squad but the league is always going to be priority for Stephen. What do you think the feeling, Tim, will be in the Cole Rain dressing room at the moment? Because they were leading the <coughs> way, they were like a runaway truck at the top of the table. All of a sudden, they've been reeled in, they're now behind, fair sprinkling of young players, good young players, but psychologically, mentally, it's hard for them, it's hard for all of them. Yeah, I mean, I don't think any of them are getting carried away. I think Oren's maybe too long in the tooth that evening as a, as a player and a, as a young manager. You know, it, it's, it, it was always going to be tough for them. I think they knew at some point that, 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 that a team like Crusaders or Linfield were going to put a, a run together and possibly, you know, catch up on them. And now Oren will be looking to Saturday's game and going, well, look, you know, do we go for this? And, and, let, and let's, let's go out and show the league what we can do. They've been asked, we've talked about it many times, they've been, every time they've been asked a question, you know, everyone keeps waiting for them to drop further and further down the table, but they're still up there. They're only one point behind, and I think if if they can get a result on Saturday as well, you know, where does that put Crusaders? Then you start to look at Crusaders' mental toughness again as well. So it, it's it's it, it's a it's a really when you talk about a six point, it really is. It's it's a tough tough game. Players being players, five fronts. Do they prioritise? They talk among themselves. Well, We'd want the league and the Irish Cup, and uh, you know the Shield and the League Cup maybe don't matter so much. Do they prioritise? I don't think so. I mean, t Tim and I played in the Great Glen Torn team in 2002-2003, and we were one game away from doing the clean sweep. Corian beat us in the Irish Cup final, and I can remember that season. Just you couldn't wait the next game. Jackie, as Colin said, the momentum was there, the confidence was there, the team spirit was just unbelievable. You just didn't feel like you were ever going to lose. And we we won the league with six weeks to spare, yeah. and and then I think Roy Coyle rested a lot of players between the lat winning the league and the Irish Cup final, winning the Irish Cup final a bit stale. So as players, you lost momentum. You lost yeah. a bit of momentum. You want to keep yeah. playing as much as you can, but the manager's always looking, thinking if he gets injured, you know, or if he he's out for that game, and he's always trying to mix it around and keep the squad fresh. But as a player, you just want to play in every game, and as Colin said. 
players are greedy. You want to win as many medals as you can because, you know, once it's over, it's over, Jackie, as, as we know. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say that. But uh, I saw you nodding your head there. It's a nice position to be in. Five it's, brilliant chances. It's, it's fantastic. As I said, you know, we remember you, you're playing as a player 50, possibly 50 games a season. Mm -hmm. but, you, but you want to. And even though you, you are feeling maybe a bit fatigued, the adrenaline will get you through because you, as he, Colin said, you want to win every trophy that's put in front of you. There is no bad trophies. You can't win a bad trophy. you got to win them all. And that's what you want to do. You go out and make history. Go out and win all five trophies and be known as that a part of a great Crusaders team that won five trophies in one season. It'll go down in history. We try to go down in history. You know, the Glen Torn team. You hit the bar in the final. I hit the bar in the final. <laughs> Twice, unfortunately. <laughs> um, you sold a mission. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, it, it, was just one of, it was just one of those days. And I don't think it... I don't think it, it hit us even till a few years later that God we missed out on on doing the clean sweep which yeah. which was a big big you're, thing. You're going down in history as you know. That's right. It's thirty years since Glenthorne even done the double. We could have done the clean sweep, and it's the biggest regret in my career. Yes, so. it would have to be up there because I don't think we turned up. If I'm being honest, that that year we were beating teams for fun. It wasn't if you were going to win; it was how many you were going to win by. And, and that's the way it was, and the, the camaraderie, and, and you were just blowing teams away by the football we were playing. And and the fact that, yes, we look back at it now, we were rested maybe for four or five weeks before it. Um, but you got to understand, the manager's trying to protect you at the same time, even though we wanted to play. And then if you had to play in one of those games, it didn't matter after you'd won the league and you get injured, you'd have been saying, why didn't he rest me? Yeah. So, yeah. It, it was just one of those you things, you know. Win. But it, but yeah. as I say, exciting times for Gazeters and the, you know they're they're lucky players to be involved in this amount of competitions. Yeah. And by all means, go go ahead and try and win them all. I know you wouldn't have seen them playing. You're far too young, but they must have been great players listening to that. <laughs> Colin, I know you have to dash on, kid. Yeah. All right. Thank you for coming. No worries. Cheers, Jackie. See you later. Right, see you later. Take it easy. Is he away yet? They have, they have no chance of salary. <laughs> right, let's. Uh, how do you think that match will go on Saturday, by the way? Here's, here's the way you can tell me. Um, yeah. Jeez. I think Korea might snig it. I, I have a feeling for Crusaders, just. Not, yeah. not because sort of played there and stuff. I just think that they're able to grind it out, as Tim said earlier. They're able to mix it up. They can play football or they can grind out a result. I think it's going to be a battle. Yeah. I think it'll be a really close game, but I think they could just edge it. Yeah. I have to say, and I hate to say this against uh, Coleraine, I was down there a couple of weeks ago and they were just off it a bit. Mm -hmm. And I thought, mm, is it coming to home to roost now? Are they starting to feel the tension or whatever? So I have a feeling for Crusaders on Saturday, but as Tim says, it's a hard one to call. If 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 are <coughs> lucky enough and, and say they don't play as well as, as they had been playing and they manage to sneak a one nil, it could just lift the whole thing yeah. again for them. They could just mm. go and go the break. Oh, we're, we're back, yeah. you know, the, the way we were, and um, you know, the, mid, the two midfields are, are are phenomenal in, in both teams, and it, it'll be interesting to see what yeah. what happens. It'll be a it'll be a hell of a game, and uh, the draw, by the way, is eleven to five. That might be the best bet of all. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Coleraine are 17 to 10, Crusaders 11 to 8. Mm -hmm. And then we have uh, Linfield. Linfield are 4 to 6 at home to Glenavon. Glenavon 7 to 2. It's not it's a bad a price, price for Glenavon, is it's it? It's a big, big price. 
you know, Glenavon love playing uh, on on big pitches. They love, you know, as we said before, it could be an advantage playing at, at the national stadium and a disadvantage because every other team wants to play at the national stadium and yeah. want to go and show what they can do. You know, so you've got the likes of Gavin, you know, you've got the likes of Six who, who wants to go and play and and show what he can do in these big pitches. Yeah. And <clears throat> I think seven to two is a fantastic price. Mm. Right. Uh, Cliffmore four to nine, a home two, and Gallon five to one. Cliffmore would appear to be favourites there, but it's not a great price, is it? No, and, and I, th- I think it's a, a home game. I think Cliffmore will be expecting to, to win that one. Although Dungannon will, will go there and they'll play the way they normally play. It's just whether or not when they get the chances in the game they can convert them. But I think Cliffmore, I expect Cliffmore to start pick, picking up a little bit of a run again, and uh, I would fancy them in that one. Yeah, and then we have Ards twelve to five at home to Ballymena United. Ten to eleven. That's a good price, United. Ballymena are on a great run, Jackie. And these odds are supplied by McLean, <laughs> yeah. as always. Scoring goals, Ballymena, and you know, not conceding as many as they were earlier in the season. They're on a great run. They're doing well in the league and the cups, and that's a that's a really good price for Ballymena. Would fancy them in that mm. game. Ten to eleven. And Carrick Rangers twelve to five at home to Glen Torren. Ten to eleven. That'd be a wee bit of a banana skin. Yeah, I mean, Glen Torren. I mean. Because the pitch will be... Yeah, it'll be a leveller. And, yeah. um, you know, Carrick Rangers will know that they need to start getting points on the board yeah. sooner rather than later. And I don't even think a, a draw would, would suit Carrick Rangers to think they'll go for it, which could possibly fall into Glen Torn's hands. But um, I think possibly a draw there, Jackie. Right, OK. And then Warren Point, it's a real six-pointer. Warren Point against Balma Mallard. Warren Point 10 to 11. Uh, the Mallards 12 to 5. You'd have to think the point are not a bad price. They're, they're a good price at home, Jackie. 10 to 11 is a generous price for them. Uh, something just tells me, Ball and the Mallard, they were disappointed last week, but I think they'll take a lot of positives from their performance. The new players have come in there, and, and, and Gavin Dykes will be hoping you know they can continue where they left off that last week. A good performance against Glen Thorne, and I have a wee sneaking feeling for the Mallards this week. Oh. Probably the issue with with Warren Point, Jackie, is obviously using or losing Stephen Hughes, and you know there's a lot of there's, talk about there's a lot of talk about Darren Murray as well, yeah, um, yeah. and it's 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 going to be it's going to be it's going to be tough. One. You just wonder is that unsettling for them? Yes. They, you know they want to have a settled team to sort of concentrate. We need to do this to stay up. Whereas a few players seem to be unsettled, and the game was called off last week, so they've lost a little bit of momentum there. Balnamar, on the other hand, had a little bit of a positive performance last week and that's why I would I would just favour them slightly but what do I know Jackie? <laughs> <laughs> I can't really answer <laughs> anyway what uh, a double a double I would go for a, a, a double of Balamina and I'm going to go for Glenavon oh right yeah I'm going to go for Balamina and just because I stuck my neck out in the line for Balna Mallard I'm going to go for them 12 to 5 so 10 to 11 Balamina and 12 to 5 Balna Mallard well, I don't want to scud my team United, so I will go for Glenavon, 7-2, and I'll go for Warren Point. All right. So, uh, so we'll see who's right yeah. next week. Exactly. <laughs> that is it. Oh, here, you're playing this weekend, are you not? Yeah, there's a charity game at uh, Seaview. Crusaders, Bellamino Legends, yeah. before the... Shield final, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, I think it's four o'clock on Saturday at, at Seaview, so at Seaview. a few good players and me getting the, boot, getting the boots back on. Are you wise? <laughs> I don't know. 
It should be fast. They have played against the Ballymena over 35s before, Jackie, and they take it serious, so it should yeah. be a good game. I think our producer, Garth Fullerton, will be featuring in that as well. Right. And yeah. another uh, Ballymena legend will be playing there, uh, Nigel Boyd. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Boydy, Boydy. He's yeah. a good player. And the Galacticos, top six. Top six. Yeah, it was always going to be a tough tough thing Jackie to, to get from where we were I mean, we, yeah, were, we were six points adrift at one stage that you know not so long ago so um, if we don't manage to get in the top six this year but you know we'll, we'll, we'll make a, one hell of a go at it next year and, and look forward to having a new pitch and a, and a new team coming, coming in the next season and I think so there we are Lieber as always Pleasure. dressed today as well he looks Shirt well he? he does Tell he me. does after your job, Jack. Most of that, <laughs> that stuff will be new to him. If you bring yeah. it back tomorrow. <laughs> okay, Tim, always good to see you, kid. Uh, that's it. Get out there, support your home team, and, uh, you know, go along with the game, see the game, and honestly, you'll enjoy it. We'll see you next time. Bye bye.